beautiful people, yet another absolutely astounding episode of the Ignite Your Purpose show where we talk longevity through a healthy lifestyle. It is a mix of the mental, physical, and spiritual knowledge. We call it the mind, body, soul trifecta. Every day we're trying to be better than the next. Now, at its base form, baby, this is longevity. This is the long haul. This is why we're talking about this, all right? 10 years in that Soto Zen game, 10 years learning health nutrition from a seven-generation lineage, um, which when you think about it, man, 25 years in a generation. So you know about the knowledge. Not very many people that I know on this side of the world, even the, even the lineage in the, the lineage out of Japan is a very small set, and I've been blessed, absolutely blessed to learn what the F is going on. I'm one of the few that has stuck with it this long, and I'm one of the few that implements it daily and is almost, what is that, OCDC in the implementation of it. Over the years, I've been trying to get better with the term uh, when in Rome. You know what I mean? Um, I will never actually, there's very few things I do even when I'm away where I, I put shit into my body, if I'm, uh, you know, having a crave for something, you know, sweet or something, I still go to the raw food joints and, and, and eat that. I will not ever delineate or deviate or whatever, not go on the straight path. I'm like a tank on the bloody road is all I'm trying to say. I am very, very focused, um, but I'm not trying to be too anal anymore. So having said that, we talked yesterday a little bit about, why I do these health retreats and, and all that bull jazz and that's just me and that's how I do. Today I was having a fabulous conversation with some uh, young female entrepreneurs, so awesome. Um, a couple of them do um, organic high-end kind of retreat picnics for people that come to the island. Another one is a female who um, does organic food delivery to all these people that come to the island. So I was so pumped about that. And we, and we got into this conversation about you know, trends. All right. And, uh, my one friend is a massive investor and he's a, a trend, uh, forecaster almost. Right. And he was talking about, you know, if we know where the people are at, we know where people are going. That's one of the things he does for his trends forecast. And he was telling me how in the, I believe 1960s or 1970s, he was talking about uh, how, the American and probably North American population at that time, it was, there was very, a very, very low obesity rate. All right. That was in the 1960s and 1970s. And at that time, the fast food industry, which was somewhat established, but probably not like it is today, probably not marketed how it is today and all the rest of that was at a cap of a $6 billion a year market, which to me sounds phenomenal. That sounds crazy. All right. Now here's where it gets frosty and where, you know, we never want to be like an ostrich in the sand. We don't want to believe in conspiracy theories. We don't want to believe in, um, you know, I don't want to hear the bad news, but we want, we want to know what's going on, right? Today's state, 2018, the junk food, the fast food industry, industry is well over 200 billion, all right? We have an obesity rate that is out the sky. This conversation also stemmed from a show I will do because I'm still putting together all the pieces to it. Uh, the report that came out that only 12%, all right, that's beyond low, only 12% of the North American population, mainly American population, is metabolically fit. 12% of us. That means that if you are not chunky, right, so if you're on the scale of slim and slender, you are a minority now. 
we are a minority, which boggles my friggin' mind, all right? And so we got to talking about this, these females, this gentleman, and he said, well, let me put it to you like this, all right? Because I'm a part of this movement, right? I, you know, I've, I've tried veganism, I've, try, I've tried it all, I've, I've seen how, I test my body, I see how I feel best, um, and, and there's certain ways I eat now, there's certain things I won't eat, I do eat, um, but I do not, I'll tell you what, when I go shopping, I stick to the, um, the veggie aisles, and basically the veggie aisles, man. I don't go into the, any of the middle aisles. The, some stuff, I'll go to the health food section to get you know, certain you know, wraps and whatnot, but 90% of the time, man, I am, I am not going up and down the aisle. So having said that, we got to talking about the grocery stores, and we got to talking about small niche markets, all right? When we see the, any type of grocery store in any city you live in, think about how big they are for starters, all right? The two I can think of where I live in my hometown, they're massive, all right? Now he said to me, think about this. Now in your mind, because you're not there, how big is your organic section? And that's where my face, my jaw just dropped. There is the smallest little, you know, aisle or two, two aisles maybe of an organic section out of, let's say 120 aisles, right? I'm, I'm, I'm throwing off the numbers there, but you get my drift. It is a very small section. I also sell, shop at health food stores. And he said, okay, compared to the grocery store, how big is it? And I was like, it's you know, a, a small, small portion of it. So he was trying to get at me was, although this is a great movement that's been slightly growing each and every year, which is amazing and awesome. And I, I, the reason we do the show is to get people more healthy. The reason we preach, you know, fitness and running and and you know, everything mental, mental wise is, is to get us all healthy as a human race. Because what he's saying is from these trends, as you can see humans, doing whatever we're doing, you're going to see where the markets go, right? So if we get, and I'm not being derogatory here, I'm talking as, as a, a species, if we get fatter, slower, dumber, da-da-da-da, think about what the markets will do, right? You're, if you have a population that's strictly drinking a pop, I mean, that's what they're buying, that's what the market's going to produce more of, right? So you can see it's a, it's a hamster on the wheel. It's, it's a cycle that has to be paid attention to because if we know what the people are doing and the people drive the progress, the people drive the economy, the people do the purchasing, us, the people do all this, then us as a people have to make sense. And he was saying, man, you know, the organic markets, the organic, he says, yes, it's, but it's, it's such a small thing that it's actually not even on the radar for most people. Now, I threw some things back like I disagreed. I know Costco's bought some lands. I know there's some amazing, I think it's called natural... Natural nature's path. I know they're buying tons of organic land. He said, "Yeah, I agree, man. I know exactly what you're talking about." But think about what Monsanto's doing. Think about think about what they're doing, and they're you know eclipsing anything that the organic market doing is. This is this is not a negative talk. We're talking. We're just talking about we're seeing where the people are going. So, uh, what else did I write down? Um, yeah, basically, if we as a people continue on the path we're going, where it's currently 200 million and then think about the marketing that's going on you know when next year's figures come out and maybe it'll be 300 million 400 million sorry billion not million billion 600 billion right and and even if the organic is at 200 billion that's less than where we were at in the 60s for junk food right and maybe it's a little higher than that i i can't remember one of the figures i read in canada but it was still it was to me i thought it was a massive number but i guess in the grand scheme of things it isn't all I'm saying to people is for us that are on this path to be better, do better, get better, um, and by implementing these things on ourselves and without preaching and just doing what we do and having those around us 
hopefully pick up some of the slack as well and go, oh man, that dude looks good or that chick looks friggin' amazing. What is she doing? Maybe I should try some of that. And if they can implement that, these things will grow. However, if it's the exact opposite, if, if more people, you know, drink the pops and eat the shit food, that's what we'll get more of. So I wanted to kind of put that out there and just for all my fellow brethren and sisterhood that are, that are on this journey with us, you know, there is more we need to do because we are a minority. You know, we are the very few and it is uh, sad, but true, but it's also inspiring, right? There's a lot more work to be done. And we know these people want to wake up. Some of them probably not. Some of them want to have, you know, I know a lot that are just like, man, give me my food. At some point I'm going to take a pill and it'll be all good. Um, that's great. But if you know what it's like to come from a certain point to the point you're at now, such as myself, it doesn't get much better than this, man. And with that comes more knowledge every day. I knew, I know more today than I did three days ago, two months ago, six years ago, you know what I mean? And I'm only going to continue to get better because at a certain point we vibrate differently and we start hanging with people who know even more than myself. Hence another reason I'm down here for a month, just learning from everybody I can down here. And it's, it's a beautiful thing, people. On that note, I will leave you as a grand gesture. Let's do better. Let's be better. Let's help others. Uh, and let's, uh, let's take this vibration of this planet to uh, the place it needs to be, which is positivity. I love you. I thank you. Be better. Do your best. Forget the rest. See you tomorrow.